All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the host, guest, and its callers. You have just stepped into a crust-free zone with Dr. Pat Basile. What is crust? Well, crust is that stuff that stands between you and what you want out of life. Crust is what keeps you stuck. Crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that prevents you from living your deepest heart's desire. So get ready to do some serious crust busting with Dr. Pat Basile and break through those layers of crusty conditioning to reveal the unlimited possibilities available to you to live your life full out. Dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Yes, you have just stepped into a crust-free zone with me, Dr. Pat Basile. I am thrilled to be part of a powerful lineup on Voice America. My program, Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life, features stories of people who are breaking through the negative conditioning in their lives to live life full out. You know, we have a very, very special show today. I know that you have heard me talk about integrity and how living your life from your heart sets you free. Well, today I'm here to honor someone who is doing just that. Philadelphia Eagles running back Deuce Staley. And you know, the title of this show is A Lot of Character, A Lot of Heart, Both On and Off the Field. You know, let me just read this statement from our executive producer, Tacey Trump. Deuce Staley has been an inspiration to me and many people, as he's a fighter that doesn't give up for a good cause. Besides overcoming many personal and professional hurdles in his life, he has helped countless underprivileged children with the Deuce Staley Foundation and many other charities. I'm truly proud to welcome Deuce Staley to our network as he is a positive influence in many people's lives and understands rid of negative obstacles to go forward in a positive direction is absolutely essential. So let's not take one more moment. Deuce, welcome to the show. Hi, Pat. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I could just go on and on about what you've done, the Deuce Daly Foundation, um, disadvantaged children, and, you know, benefactors are Special Olympics, Philadelphia. Um, you, you're also doing work with the Variety Club, which is very near and dear to me. And, right. you know, sitting here, you and I, doing this show, Many, many of my listeners, you know, have given me feedback to say, wow, you make it sound so easy. <laughs> and I think back and I say, wow, you know, I'm, I'm amazed that I'm even sitting here talking with you right now without having a separate, having us separated by some steel bars. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is that true for you? That's on both ends, Pat. How has that been for you? What's, what's that been like? Have you had any guardian angels? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, my mom's one. Um, just going back, growing up, just thinking about how I was raised and as a as a kid, how bad I was, um, <laughs> how many chances I had. And you know, as we get older, Pat, and I'm pretty sure uh, you and I have some of the same similarities. Oh Once boy! You think back. You, you think about. You think back about the obstacles that were there, and you think back to where you like how close you were to not being here. How close you. You were to like being put away for the rest of your life, like you oh, yeah. earlier, mm-hmm. and you're just thankful, you know. And that's that's when you you truly you get on your knees and you tell God thank you on the people that surrounded your life and people that believed in you and uh, people that pushed you forward. You know, you're at, I you know talking about getting on your knees. I mean, I got on my knees today. I was so th- grateful to be speaking with you. I mean, I know I did a few minutes before this show, uh, and uh, really, every time I do that, I do go back to those times that you're talking about where in the moment I thought, you know, life is really a mess. But looking back, don't you think that everything that we have gone through, all the people that have helped us have prepared us for the moment that we're in right now in our lives? There's no question, Pat. Everything happens for a reason. And a lot of people just, you know, use that, and they don't really think about what they're saying. But you and I can, and we're grateful for it. Um, just thinking back, and like I said, you know, the Lord, he, he puts positive people in your life to make sure, like, when you do mess up, you know, there's somebody to say, okay, but, you know, not not now, Deuce, or okay, we're not going to do it this way, or we're going to do it different. But just looking back, I mean, I'm just thankful to have my mother and my grandmother in my life, and you know, those people, those two people really guided me through a lot, and they brought me through a lot. I'm um, th- also thankful for uh, Marlene Davis. She taught me in high school. She was there. Mm-hmm. She believed in me. Um, you know, just having somebody in your life, 
sometimes outside of your family that believes in you, it pushes you along because, you know, things become redundant sometimes when you when you go home, you talk to your mom, you go home, you talk to your uncle, or you talk to your grandmother. You know, as a kid, it, it kind of, you kind of like saying to yourself, okay, they beat me up with this, they beat me up. But once you hear it outside of your family and if someone comes along and they, they care, you, you tend to kind of latch on to them a little bit more. Not saying you're getting away from your family, but mm-hmm. it's also good to see somebody, like outside influence, tell you, okay, you can do it. And you know what? That's what you're doing for so many people. I'm not sure, you know, if you're in touch with the impact of what you have done this year. Uh, And I want to just, let me read this to you so you get a sense of what I'm talking about, especially, you know, from the people that listen to this show. I've got something from Veronica from Bergen County, and that's in New Jersey. And she says, I want to just, I, I just want to thank Deuce for being who he is. And apparently, she says, I read the letter that you wrote, that he wrote in August to his fans and began to cry. Uh, I began following his story and uh, have been somewhat disturbed in that I haven't seen much of him. But when he has played, he has been awesome. He is amazing on or off the field. And I am especially touched by his generous contribution to children with disabilities. That's from wow. Veronica. And I want to, I, I just want to say, you know, thank you for all of that and ask you a question. Uh, you know, we, we look back at this year and everything that I read, Deuce, talks about your leadership. Uh, you and your uh, two teammates came out on a podium a couple of weeks ago, which actually, you know, gave me chills. How, you know, how have you been able to really hold yourself up and really persevere and excel this year? Well, first of all, you know, even going through the whole thing, uh, I talked to my agent and, you know, we got a chance to sit down with each other and we knew how things were going to be perceived once it went down. Um, and you know about Philly. Uh, yeah. Anybody that knows about this market, Pat, it, it is a, a strong market, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm pretty sure you, you will agree and, and in a certain situation, Philadelphia is probably like the number one sports town or number one sports city, uh, probably in, in the Northeast. So, um, and these guys here, they really give it to you. They really give it to you hard um, when you're not basically with the team. Yeah, I remember but, that. <laughs> yeah, they do. But um, even going through that that process, and it, it fun, it's funny that you bring up the letter. I, with the letter, I just wanted to let people know what I was trying to do. I really wanted to reach out to my fans. Yep. Um, and let them know that, okay, this is how it's going down. I apologize for what's going on, but these are the actions that I must take as of right now because this is what I believe in. So uh, during that time, um, I thought it was important to let them know, as far as, you know, once I was calculating my steps, I wanted to bring them along with me. So, you know, we had a chance to sit down and tell them that um, what's going on in the media uh, some of it is true, some of it is fabricated, but this is what's really going on because people always want to know the truth. They do want and, to know the truth. Right, and, so yep, tell, on I that note, hold heart. on one second, Deuce. Let's take a very short break right now, okay. and um, we'll get right back with you and uh, want to continue to talk about this, about team spirit. I have a, a comment and a, 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 a question for you from Matthew, who is a 14-year-old out of Dallas. guess he watched the game. <laughs> so stay, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Uh, to speak more, uh, you know, to speak with Deuce Daly, just amazing individual, uh, Philadelphia Eagles running back, an amazing story, totally inspirational, and certainly brought me to my knees today. So stay tuned with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at one 335 5204 Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crest busting. Well, welcome back. You are listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me. I'm Dr. Pat Basile. And what we do here is break through the years of crusting conditioning that holds us back from living life full out, from living our dreams. And we are here on Voice America on Thursdays at 8 a.m. and Pacific Time. And again, Thursday evening, 8, 8 p.m. Pacific Time. You know, there are at least three words to describe our guest today. Philadelphia Eagles running back Deuce Staley. Here they are. Integrity. Integrity. And integrity. 
And Deuce, welcome back. Uh, you started to talk about what it means to tell the truth, and you and I during the break were just chatting. I don't know about you, but I have found in my life sometimes the hardest truth to tell is the truth to myself. <laughs> Are you having any trouble with that? Well, you know, sometimes it is hard, and I can relate to what you're saying. Um, even like in your situation, you were telling me that you were dealing with the injury. Yes. And you want to go out there, you want to say that, okay, I'm all right, I can go out there and do this, but knowing that you're hurting. So I can kind of understand where you're coming from. Um, I did the same thing. I had a shoulder injury mm-hmm. probably like two years ago. I kept telling myself, I well, you know, I was okay and things are going to be okay. I can go out and play. But um, like you said, I was just not telling myself the truth. And, you know, it, it only hurts you. It only hurts you. So, you know, you got to be careful with that. It does hurt you, and so does physical therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mentioned to you also that we've got, you know, a number of uh, emails from people here. And I just, I, I wanted to just, you know, to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, one from Matthew. Matthew is a 14-year-old from Dallas, Texas area. And I guess he watched the game. <laughs> um and, you know, just, you know, I, and, and so one of the things that, uh, you know, he's talking about, he wants to know, you know, what are your goals? And, you know, and I guess he, and also I'm reading the email, he really, he plays football as well. What are your goals? But what really drives you to be successful? Um, I guess, like I said in the beginning uh, of the show, just going back, thinking about my family, thinking about um, where I came from, thinking about, all the things I have accomplished and just moving forward. Um, that's good that Matthew uh, asked about the goals because uh, you don't really hear about that anymore. You don't really hear about – it's two things you don't hear about. You don't hear about role models anymore, and you don't hear about people setting their goals. I don't care how old you are, you got to set your goals. Yeah. you got to. you got to have something to look at and say, okay, um, this is where I'm at, this is where I need to go, and this is how I'm going to get there. So um, – I always, and even as a kid, um, I always set goals. And, you know, one thing about my goals, I don't discuss them, though. I, I set them so high, and you always got to do that, and that's, that's just my belief. You got to set them high because if, if you're able to go out and attain your goals within a couple of weeks, two or three weeks, or a month or so, you know, it's kind of hard to go back and continue to set them because you show favoritism towards yourself. So you got to set them, like, crazy you gotta set high. Them. Like, right, you got to do that, and... You know, you you understand when you're comfortable. You understand when you like land close to it because you you feel uh, you feel good about yourself and you feel good about the situation. Absolutely. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I had a one of my my guests earlier on the show is a guy named John Goddard. Um, he's in his seventies, I believe now. But at age fifteen, it's so true what you're saying. At age fifteen, he sat down and wrote like a hundred and twenty goals for himself. Wow. Big goals, like you're talking about. And he's not only exceeded those goals, but he's also gone on to add another 200. But what I think you're saying to our listeners is you got to have goals. Right, there's no question. Don't be afraid to goals. reach. Yeah, you do. I'm going to tell that to Matthew. Matthew, if you're listening, set your goals, and don't be afraid to reach for what you want in life. Right. And, and uh, understand one thing. I'm glad you said that. understand along the way there will be obstacles, and sometimes you may fall down. But you know, you learn from that situation and you move on. Everything, I, you know, it, it's not gonna it's not gonna be uh clear skies all the time. It's gonna rain every now and then. It does. And you talk about falling down, I could tell you I got more bruises on my butt than you could shake a stick at. <laughs> I don't I don't know about you. But that's certainly and don't you think each and every time you fall, you if you can pick yourself up and hold your head up high, don't you learn something amazing? Oh yeah, it is. I mean, and you and I, like I said, we we're so similar and in so many ways, we can also think back um, when we were falling down or uh, when things were in our way, uh, we were able to get back up and say, Phew. you know, that was a close one. But you and I know, you know, the Lord, he doesn't put more on you than you can bear. No. So whatever he puts on you, it's, it's a test, you know, whether he's, he's testing your faith or whatever, you know, you just got to weather the storm. And um, we can both say we have. Totally. You know, it's amazing you mentioned that. I, I believe this, too. I don't think the Lord puts us down at a place worse than where we were. I think we get put down at a place that ultimately leads us to a greater good. Right. And I right. think that's in the way that we conduct ourselves, don't you think? The way that we conduct ourselves really will set the stage, and that's what I want to talk about 
you have just been exemplary. I mean, you have been, and let's talk about a role model because you're right. We don't talk about them, but you certainly have been. Um, you know, your coach is looking up to you, your teammates. You honor your teammates. You honor the team spirit. Um, you have been, you know, cited for refreshing the team spirit. And, you know, uh, how did you, how are you doing all of this? I mean, is it, has it always been part of who you are? I mean, it's, it sounds and it feels to me like you have just absolute passion for the sport and for your teammates. Right. And it, it has, it's always been a part of me, like you said. Um, and I, and I, I joke around with my teammates a lot and I tell them all the time. Um, in different situations. Uh, actually, I told Freddie the other day, he was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do this, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do that. And we were talking about um, stuff that's on the field pertaining to football. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, Freddie, one thing you got to understand, leaders, leaders are born, they're not made. Right. I said, you really got to understand that. I said, I cannot be cloned. And I was joking with him, but I was really, t- I was really being honest with him. I said, you can also, you can follow people's footsteps. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, if you're getting something good out of the situation, of course, you you want to follow in their footsteps, anything that's positive. But uh, you really have to understand where you're going. Because uh, even like in certain situations, even dealing with football, outside of football, you got to have a plan. There's no question. you got to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, it's like going back to setting goals. Uh, you got to have all that. you got to have one big package and one big pot of gumbo, as they say. Um, and you got to pick and choose in order to be successful in life. Let me ask you this. You talk about a plan. I know I have a plan. I, you know, you talk about goals. I think I mentioned to you the other day that my goal is to reach a, a million people with this process. I mean, you know, the results uh, of talking with people about how to break through their, you know, this negative shell, which is really not the truth of them. I mean, each and every one of us were put here whole, perfect, and complete. You know, all of that other stuff that's on top of us, we've acquired over time. But I have a goal to reach a million people, so that's kind of my plan. Let me ask you, do you have a plan right now? Um, outside of football or what are you? In what? general. Uh, you know, for me, when I, when I talk with you, you're like a full person to me. I believe you could do anything that you, that you decide you're going to do. What, what sort of passions do you have? Both uh, with football or maybe not football. Right. Well, dealing with football, um, I've loved the game so much, and I still do. Even as a kid growing mm-hmm. up, uh, just playing in the backyard, being able to go play in middle school, being able to play in high school. And I only played two years of high school ball. So, And I, I played receiver all my life. That I mean, it's not like I played running back all my life, but uh-huh. I played receiver all my life. So just, just making a transition, just changing from receiver to running back, even after I got out of college and, and, and moving on, what, you know, it's just like sometimes people can say you're blessed to be playing the game, but I was just blessed to be playing, period, playing football. Right. Um, coming up as a kid. But I, I'm just, I don't know. I, I, and people understand, and my mom understand, and my family understand. I'm, I'm driven by my fury. I mean, I'm just, I'm just that person that's on the field that's, that's, uh, I'm that person you, you, you can come to and say, okay, what's going on or what, what, what's, what went wrong or, What's happening? Uh, what can we do? I, I mean, I'm going to honestly tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear it at that time. Yeah, tell not. me the truth. We're doing the right. truth here today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to honestly tell you the truth. And, and I think the guys look up to that. But, like, off the field, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm a, I'm not a giant, but um, you know how they say you're a gentle giant. But yes. I, I, my heart is as big as a giant. So um, I'm just gentle off the field. I just want to know more about Deuce every day. And people have to understand that. It's okay. It don't matter like how old you are, or you feel like you're just you know you're beyond that point. You still can learn more about yourself, and you have to leave that door open. You have to leave that door open. It's one of the things we say on this show that you know that, or and when I coach people, and it's this: the door is always there, and it's never locked. All you have to do is turn the knob, and the door is open. And that's what you're talking about. You do have a very big heart. I mean, I, I can hear it just in the emails that I've gotten and, you know, how, you, how, how you're talked about in the media and how you're respected. And, you know, you, you are a role model for other people, and I want to honor you. That's what this show is about. It is about honoring you, Deuce, and all thank, that you have thank, done. Thank you. Um, I, I want to. I got to gauge... go on the air and say this, though, Pat. I got to tell your listeners and tell your fans um, that 
Pat has has really made my day. She called me. If I'm not mistaken, I want you to help me out with this too, Pat. All right. You called me. Actually, you called Ashley. Yep. Which works in the firm, uh, uh, Synergy Sports. And right. Ashley got in touch with me, and it took it took us some time to get in touch with each other, but it was almost like fate. And I, I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about it, but yep. I, I I told Pat um, in the beginning that I was going to do the show time I heard about what was going on. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any questions. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't have to call. Right. I, I didn't have to call and check up on the show or anything. I didn't have to uh, ask anybody have they ever been on the show or whatever. But I was going to do your show regardless. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about that. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the other day we talked yes. about it, and yes. you know the vibe is so good between us. We were able just to hit it off. But I wanted to just tell you, thank you for being so patient um, with me, and uh, you called and. And we went straight from there, and, you know, you and I have been having a good time on the phone since then. Yes. Well, thank you very much. You know what? You and I believe in divine timing. And if you can hang on for one minute, I'd like to take a short break, bring you back. I know that your time is so precious. Just like to bring you back and and close with a question from uh, Tim in Pennsylvania, if you don't mind. You, can you okay. can you stay with us for a minute, Deuce? I sure can. Thank you. Okay, folks, we'll be right back with more of the amazing Deuce Daily. Just stay tuned with us. This is Dr. Pat Basile, and you're listening to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. Be right back. Welcome back to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at 1-888-335-5204. Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crest busting. Well, we are back, and you're listening to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile. And what we do here is we bust through years of crusty conditioning that holds us back from living life full out, from living our dreams. As Deuce just said before the break, from setting up some goals, going after them, and, you know, just basking in the pleasure of, of what it feels like to actually meet them. We're here on Voice America on Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, and again, Thursday evening, 8 p.m. Pacific Time. Now, we are honored to have Deuce with us today. Hi, Deuce. How are you? Hi. I'm okay. Now, Deuce, I, I mentioned that we had a question that, you know, is a follow-up to some of the amazing things that you're doing. It's a question from Karen from New Jersey, and she wanted to know how you got involved with Special Olympics, and do you actually work with the athletes? Yes, I have, and you know that's that's a, a great question, and I would love to uh, share um, my involvement with the Special Olympics and what I had going on and how I'm involved now. Great. Um, it's funny that she asked that question because my brother participated in the Special Olympics, and that's why he kind of grabbed my heart mm. once I had a chance to work with the Special Olympics and had a chance to go out and, and speak with uh, different teachers that were involved. But my brother played basketball. He mm-hmm. ran track, and even to this day, he still participates in some of the, um, the the games that they got going on. So I have a, like a special interest in the Special Olympics. Um, I was able to go out. I did the golf tournament in South Carolina with the Special Olympics, and uh, my brother and I, we kind of we, we were out. We we can't play golf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the, you know, if you ever invite us to a golf tournament, we can't play, but we will show up. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, um, that's. And what's your brother's name? Travis Staley. Oh, great. Yeah. And, and and what is your work and involvement now, Deuce? With, with the special language. Actually, yeah. um, I'm going back. You guessed me, was I involved or Travis? You. you and, Okay, yeah. yeah. Actually, I'm going back um, this off season, and uh, we're going to start that golf tournament back up. And we raised a lot of money for the Special Olympics. And even up here in Philadelphia, uh, I got a chance, like you said, we worked through the Variety Club, mm-hmm. and dealing with the Special Olympics, which was totally different. I just, I felt like I, I, I had to reach out, and of course I wanted to, but I just felt like something kept pushing me to reach out up here too. And um, I had a great some some people that were surrounding me that were, that were great. Uh, Patrice Cohill, she was around me, and she was able to you know stretch her neck out and go out and make things happen. And and like I said, the special interest though with my brother is just. Uh, you know, words can't really describe the relationship I have with him and uh, dealing with the Special Olympics. But to, um, what's her name again, Pat? Uh, uh, Karen. Karen. So Karen, she's more than welcome to come uh, help us uh, down south and in, in Philadelphia to um, and participate with the Special Olympics. So 
um, she can email me at uh, deucedaily.com. Okay. And, um, you know, she can just actually, you know, if she want to talk about, if she got some ideas or whatever, just okay. her, um, give me a hit. I'm glad you said that because I also have another email related to this, and I'm going to pass this on. This is also from Linda, uh, also from Linda from New Jersey. There we go. Well, boy, you got a following in New Jersey. Of course, well, yeah. I was from New Jersey. That's how I followed the Philadelphia right. <laughs> But, you know, uh, you know what? I think we might have to take you up on this because I think Linda is asking about that, and she has been involved with the Special Olympics. So we are going to stay in touch with you to find out how we might be able to help you down south. I would love to take a trip and uh, participate in that. Maybe we can do a, a live broadcast from there. That would be awesome. Yeah, it would be. And, uh, you know, that I think... Um, we all know that uh, the weather would be good, so... Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> it certainly would be uh, uh, just wonderful to be able to do that. Um, you know, I wanted to ask you this question. Um, what, what, what do you do? You, are you sitting here with me? I know I wake up some days and I think, "Wow, this is going to be a challenge for me." Are there anything that has popped up for you that says, "Wow, this is going to be a challenge"? Not that it's going to be a challenge, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it. But, gee, right. maybe I need to put a little more energy towards it. Um. Well, I can go back to the holdout. Okay. I honestly, say that when I. When I talk about that, I, I knew that um, there was going to be a challenge as far as um, front office and Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, just dealing with them in general. I knew coming in, I knew the consequences of my act could be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could, you know, fans may not uh, respond well. And, you know, I was thankful and fortunate that they did. But, uh, I, I, you know, going in that situation, you know, I was it was just Derek and I, and Derek, is, Derek Harrison is my agent. It was just us two, and, you know, we kind of, we, we fought millions. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because, you know, everybody had their opinion. But, like I said, I was thankful that um, things turned out positive. And, you know, and one thing that I can say, and, and you know, certain people hold grudges, but I'm, I'm not that way. No, you know, I don't think over, you are. Right. It's over and done with. I put it behind me, and it's time to move on. And that's what I, I did. Well, you know, one of the things we talk about and one of the things I work with people on, you know, this whole area of resentment, and I have to tell you, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's no way that you could be doing what you're doing today if you'd be carrying a big old resentment with you. Right. Not at all. And one of the things that I just want to mention and talk to you about is something that's come up in the media a lot. I mean, I, I think it's getting so much press. We, you know, it's amazing. And this whole, this whole idea, we actually, actually, it's one of the, one of our rules of engagement. It's called no complaining. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I understand that. And it's funny that you said that. And 80% of the time, I'll say 80 to 85% of the time, you complain about something you can't control. Yes. You know, because if you, if you, that's the reason why you're complaining. Because if you could control, you won't be complaining. You go handle it. You know, you go do it. Take care, right, you'll take care of that problem. But 80% of the time, you're complaining about something you can't control. So why get mad about something you can't control? Why the heck do we do that? I don't know. I don't know. It has, what I, one of the things I tell the people I work with, I said, look, if you want to tell this story, let's do it. Let's tell it one last time. Tell that complaining story. Right. And then from this point on, it's nowhere in your psyche. Get rid of it. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, it's very interesting. I'm reading about, I think you may have started something here, because now I'm reading about it. You know, the wide receivers are not complaining. <clears throat> we have so many people not complaining. There are people on other teams now not complaining. Right. Right. And, you know, it's, I think it's probably one of the most important messages we can give people. Because right. you're absolutely you know right. What? what are we complaining about? Right. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you know what? It's so easy to. It's so easy to complain, you know. But the hard part is not to. You know what I'm saying? You go out and you try not to complain. Right. Uh, it's hard to keep. It's hard to keep your mouth shut. It does. Uh, it is. If you're not happy or you're disgruntled, it's hard. I know. But, I was. Um, I don't know about you, but I was approached the other day by somebody that was kind of pointing something out that was going on with me. You know, it's almost like it was an invitation to complain. Oh, okay. I see. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> it was a setup, huh? It was a setup. <laughs> but you know what? Because I had just talked to you on the phone, it was right in front of me. This whole, you know, I, it was really perfect. I have to thank you for this because it was right in front of me. It was like this person had called me, and it was like, you know, they were commiserating about a decision I'm making to do uh, more radio. And all of a sudden, 
I, I was just had to catch my words. I was almost ready to like complain with her. Right. And your, I just saw your face, and I right. thought, oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> it's funny how you can get so many opinions when you don't want them, but when oh. you look for one, you can't you can't find somebody to, you know to to tell you, okay, um, no, we don't want to do things that way, or um, this is how we're going to do it. You can't find. Sometimes when you're looking for that, you can't find that person. Well, I want to tell You're you something. If you get in that situation, I want you to pick up the phone and call me. Okay. Because I'm going to support you no matter what. I hear that. I Thank am you. going to hold a high consciousness for you. Thank and you. I, and I want you to know, I, I think you have my number. I'm not going to give it out over the air, of course. Right. But, uh, you know, I, I want you to know that no matter what you do, no matter what decisions you make, no matter where you go, you know, don't forget you can pick up the phone and call me. Right. And I will make well, sure. I'm definitely going to extend that same invitation to you. Well, and thank you have you. my number. That's my number. That's and right. And you can call me whenever you want, whenever you like. And and I know we'll stay in touch because, like I said, uh, we, we were brought together for a reason. So I'm we're gonna we're walking together. And One of the things uh, I want to do is I want to you know we're gonna take um, a quick break right now and take a quick break right now. Come back and we'll close the show, Deuce. How's that sound? Okay. Sounds great. Thanks. Okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break. Stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back to talk with Deuce. Uh, boy, I could go on for hours, but we won't keep him for hours. <laughs> so stay tuned. This is Dr. Pat Basile. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Crest Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with Dr. Pat. If you would like to participate in today's program, call in at one 335 5204 Now let's join Dr. Pat for some serious crest busting. Well, welcome back. Uh, yes, this is me, Dr. Papasilli, and I am speechless, <laughs> if you can believe <laughs> that. <laughs> and I'm speechless because I am just, just so inspired by our guest today, Philadelphia Eagles running back, Deuce Staley. I mean, what an amazing individual. We are honored to have you here, Deuce. I can't say enough about you. Our listeners have things to say to you, but let me start by asking, you know, let me, let me ask this question, uh, um, you know, right now. Um, the question I think that it seems to be something that's coming up for our listeners is this. What message would you like to leave? with our listeners, with your team, with me. Please, coach me. <laughs> what, what, what do we want to tell people today? Um, just to sum it up, just continue to believe in yourself. Yeah. Um, it's just always put God first. Always put God first. Yeah. Always, always. And continue to believe in yourself because you have so many people uh, telling you what you can't do. And that goes, you know, for kids and definitely for kids because, you know, what, what we got to get back to as far as understanding the kids are our future. So we got to invest our time in them. We got to. Because, we have to. Uh, right. I'm <laughs> totally, know, they, I'm totally there with you. Right, right. We have to. But just continue to believe in yourself. Um, and, you know, you and I talked about the goals. You got to set your goals high and you got to set your goals and, um, make sure you have a plan. I mean, if you, if you sum up this conversation today, uh, those couple of things I just said uh, pretty much speaks for itself. Yeah. Let's let's get back to the kids. Let's talk about that for a minute because I know for me as a kid, it sounds like you and I are, are kind of close. I could probably list, you know, off the top of my head, a, a you know, a dozen things people said I can't, I couldn't do, or would never right, be able to right. do. You know, everything, right. when I graduated high school, I barely graduated high school, you know, with this kind of idea that I couldn't read and write. So actually finishing any other school was mission impossible if I let myself believe that. Right. right. Have you had things, even, have people told you stuff that you can't do? Right. Even, and, and it's funny that you said that because I can remember a couple of times growing up and how I can think back and say, you know, easily my confidence could have been destroyed. As a kid, I mean, mm-hmm. he was telling you you won't be able to do that. I mean, you understand other kids saying it, you know, because you're all on the same level mm-hmm. and you're all growing together. Mm-hmm. But when somebody, you know, older looks down on you and says you're never going to be nothing, you're never going to amount to anything. Oh my God, I've heard that. that. Right, that 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 is that's devastating. So, and as a kid, um, and you know, to be honest with you, we're not strong enough as kids to sit back and say. Okay, 
he he don't know what he's talking about. No, because because we're told we're we're intimidated. Totally, because someone's older, you know, wants to speak out about us, and it's not good. So we're intimidated at the time. But um, that's why it's important for us to invest our time back into our future. You know, everybody talk about you know the future is you know the future is now. The future is now. The future is now, and the kids are our future. So we're trying to, you know, make this world a better place. We got to start doing better with the kids. And when I think back to my childhood and so many people, you know, if if we can just reverse it and maybe everybody that was telling me I couldn't do anything told me I could, Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe, like, my childhood would have been a lot better. Don't you think yours would have been a lot better? Oh, my God. I can't even tell you. I mean, I I could remember the times that, you know, that I've heard the I can't. But I also remember, and I know you've talked about this, I've also remembered the people that have come, just, you know, maybe like one person that I remember this, my like, my like seventh grade teacher, this one person that came up to me and said, I really see something in you. Have you ever right. had people say that? That's what I was that? talking about earlier. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, where they... That one person. Yeah. But that one person, if you get it from that one person, you might have got, you know, so many bad things from 30,000 other people, but that one person that believes in you. That's all. That's a little bit of hope. That's a little bit of hope. That door is open, and that's all you need sometimes. Because you know we have to eliminate. We have to. We have to get rid of that. That that that. As far as dealing with the kids, we got to get rid of all that. I think and, those people are messengers from God, don't you think? Yeah. You know they come, kind of come down, and there they are, and they just find the right words, the right things to say. Right. Now, are you finding right now, though, right in this time that we're going through, are you finding that you're getting people kind of on your team? How is that? I mean, there's so much that is being said about you, really supporting you. I I mean, I'm sure there are other things going on. Right. It's just a lot of things going on Um, as far as me. That's one thing you got to understand. But uh, during this time, we're 10 and 3. um, Yes, you are. And, well, if I'm not mistaken, we went eight in a row. Yes. And and things are going well for us. But we didn't start off that way. No. Nope. And one thing people have to understand, we didn't take the road that we're supposed to, you know, have taken in the beginning. Right. And the road that we're supposed to take is we're supposed to start off five or six and oh, seven oh, you know, seven and oh, drop one here, drop one there, and continue to move on. But, you know, that's storybook, you know, that, that that's a, whoever wrote that story, you know, is highly disappointed right now because. Yes, they are. Uh, right. Because, you know, we chose, as uh, you know, as, you know, we control our destiny, our fate. We 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 chose a different route, you know. And saying we're truly blessed to be in the situation that we're in now. But, but you it know, all that's goes right. back to chemistry, Pat. I that's mean, there's right. a lot of chemistry on the team. Right. Oh, a lot there of heart is. On the team. So I can I mean, see, I can see it, and I, you know, and I, I'm looking at it from afar, but I can see the chemistry. You are surrounded right. by an incredible group of people. Right. And, you know, the, what you have done has been amazing with them. And, you know, they have really, I mean, you talk about your teammates. You really honor them. Right. And, and, you, and, I, and you know what? And, and they'll tell you, they'll be the first to tell you that. And, and I tell them, too, that I'm like my mom used to, when well, she used to tell me a long time ago, my mom used to tell me, son, when you do something good, I'm going to tell you to do something good. I'm going to be there to pat you on the back. Mm-hmm. When you do something bad, I'm going to tell you doing something bad. I'm going to be there to slap you on your neck. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> she will always tell me that. So, you know, it's no, she's not going to show favoritism. I'm not going to show favoritism. They're not. And, you know, because we've been in a situation like this before. You have to understand, we're trying not to be the Buffalo Bills of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, getting to that point three times. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. You know, it's hard to get to the NFC Championship once. Right. What's to do with two years in a row and how we're playing now? There's a possibility that we get there for the third year. Uh, you know, that's tough. That's tough in this league, mm-hmm. dealing with free agency, dealing with, um, you know, all these good players that's coming out. And the, the talent is, is, is spread it out throughout the league now. That's why you see teams like Tampa Bay fall off. Mm-hmm. You see teams uh, come out like the Raiders. You see those guys fall off because mm-hmm. the talent. Is everywhere, you know. You, you, a team like Detroit, even though they're struggling right now, they can go in mm-hmm. and go in and beat you at any given time. So, they can. Um, it, it's just you know we're calculating our steps, we're taking you know, our time, and um, we're mm-hmm. just making sure that we enjoy the ride and we just uh, try to make the best of it and reach the ultimate goal. You you know you said something really important. You've got to enjoy the ride. You got. To. We're in this life. If you don't enjoy the ride, the alternative is frightening. Right. You're and right. 
it is. And what you said, the other thing that you said I want our listeners to hear, which is really a, really a metaphor for a larger way to live our lives, and that is we get to create our own story. Right, right. The Philadelphia Eagles is creating their own story. Right. And their story yeah. is success, it's team spirit, it's integrity, and it's winning. And that is well, something definitely, that... Definitely, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt again. Fast. Go right ahead. I'm having a good time today on this, on the phone, but I, I'm... I'm I have to get you on the phone with my mom because my mom wrote a book about me. And the name of the book, and she's not finished, but the name of the book is The Streets Can't Have It. Yeah. yeah so she wrote a book about me, and um, actually I'm, I'm I'm pushing her along, trying to um, uh, help her and you know get it published and do all this, but she still has a lot to do with it. But it really explains my life. Well, do you think we could get your mother on a future show? We're going to have to. Well, she would why don't we plan that? You. Yeah, uh, let definitely. let me oh, let me say this to you. I'm inviting you and your mother, and whenever the book's ready, or if not, whenever you're ready to get it out there, we will set a, so, a show aside and dedicate it. Sounds great. If I that will work for you. That. Not only that, you know, um, I will, any other media that I'm at, any other shows that I'm doing, I'm going to give you an open invitation, and we will, we'll get your mom out there. Because Ooh. I know that, you know, I need some, boy, you know, I, my mom is not around anymore, but, boy, maybe I, you, maybe your mom could help me. <laughs> right. I understand. I understand. I truly wow. understand. And I'm grateful for that. Thank you. And as soon as she, Actually, I'm going to tell her today because she's up here today, and I'm going to tell her that she has to, like, hurry and finish the book because we're going prime time with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to go prime time with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just great. And, you know, I want to make sure that your mom, um, we'll, we'll make sure your mom, you know, and you get copies of this show uh, because, you know, there's so many things that you shared in the show that are just totally inspirational. I, I really appreciate uh, everything that you have said I mean, for me, uh, I know that I have a new story now to create for myself, and I know our listeners feel the same way about that. Right. So, you know, I want to thank you. And what was the, the what is the title of your mom's book again? Uh, the Streets Can't Have It. And your mom's name? Tina, T-E-N-A, Staley. There we go. And when, does, uh, when do we think that book's going to be out? I have no idea, Pat. I'm going to have to get back with you on that one. I okay, just, well, you just you really keep me in the loop. Which you should. But um, I'll make sure I let her know that um, we got a primetime date with you sometime soon, and she needs to hurry up. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And, you know, we'll we'll get you. I, actually, what we'll do with that, we'll get you, uh, you know, internationally, and we'll get you on the West. We'll get you. We'll, we will get this out there because this is an important story. I want our listeners to hear this. This is an important story. Each and every one of us, regardless of our circumstances, has an opportunity each and every moment of our lives to shape our future. And that's what you're doing. And you're inspiring so many people. And uh, I want to just I want to thank you very much. Um, for being with us today. And, you know, I'm always amazed, Deuce. I have to tell you, I'm always amazed how quickly this time goes by on this show. But I know that you, your time and my time is not ending. Right. I think our time right. is beginning. Right. And we will, and I'm going to say this again to, I don't know how many millions of people may be listening to this show, but I am going to be on your radar. I am going to hold a consciousness for you as you go forward. I'm going to make sure that there is nothing but success and that you live in in, in this world and, and, and have exactly what it is you desire. Because Thank you. You, you are really awesome. You're really, really special. And I want to thank you again for being with us today. Thank you. Thank, so you, if you, thank uh, you for having me. Wow. Wow. What can I say? You are just listening to Philadelphia Eagles running back Deuce Staley. An amazing individual, big heart, lot of character, both on and off the field. And here with me now to talk about Deuce and uh, his amazing accomplishments is uh, Tacey Trump, executive producer of my show. I'm thrilled to say that. Tacey, are you there? And uh, thank you for joining me right now. Uh, wow, what can we say? Oh, uh, Pat, I'm practically speechless, and that's very hard for us to be speechless, but I think Deuce did that for us. Yeah, I think so. What was the most uh, uh, just striking thing that he talked about? I think when he was talking about the Special Olympics with his brother, how much he 
that really inspired him and how much he helped. He's helped all of these children and really put his heart out there to help other people and be very unselfish. I think he's a true inspiration. He's absolutely extraordinary, all the obstacles he's put up with in his, his life, with his childhood and so forth. And he's a tower of strength to so many people. He is a tower of strength, and, you know, I've done work with Special Olympics as well, and so I really understand what's involved with that and uh, how inspirational to sort of be there for your family and, you know, to really take something that's so near and dear to you and actually take action. Isn't it about taking action? Instead of just sitting there actually doing whatever it takes? Yes. To get a positive result. Oh, yes. I, I, I think for me, uh, I, you know, I think I resonated so, uh, so strongly with his mom. Oh. And, and grandmom. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was amazed to hear about this, this book that she's writing. I cannot wait to, uh, have her on the show. Oh, she sounds amazing. Yeah. And uh, to talk with her about that, uh, you know, I know you and I will be watching the game. I think it's Monday night game coming up, and and you know we will probably not watch that game in the way that we have been. I mean, I don't know about you, but I know Deuce has found a permanent place in my heart. Oh, mine, of course, absolutely. I mean, he he has the biggest heart. He's just the, an extraordinary man, and I, I'm so honored that he actually interviewed for your birthday show so happy birthday thank you <laughs> thank you very much i am so i i am thrilled to be interviewed for this show i mean i you you know you and i have been talking about this <laughs> and uh you know i'm just honored uh i i'm honored and you know i did not mention all of the things he's involved with so can we take a minute to do that please do let's just talk a little bit about him uh, you know, for for our listeners, and and sort of you know the uh, you know the amazing path that he has, you know, put in front of us, uh, and that has to do with not just his football accomplishments, because you know, I mean, I mean, you know, Deuce played pretty much, uh, you know, through a painful hernia, through a, a life-threatening uh, break in his foot in 2000. He went on to he kept coming back. You know, you're just not going to stop him. He kept back with the back-to-back seasons over a thousand, never before done in uh, running back uh, uh, history for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was voted by his teammates as T- team's offensive MVP in '98-'99. We didn't even talk about that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, of course, you know how I feel. People say Deuce is back. I don't believe Deuce ever left. Never. He's he's always been there. I mean, he's he's been an inspiration to all the other players. I think. Look up to him. What a what a positive, amazing group of people, and he is there. He is very much a leader for that team. Well, Coach Reed even says that. I mean, Coach Reed, you know, has has come out and said, you know, Deuce has really taken on the leadership role of this football team. He could have had easily taken a very selfish approach towards this rotation we have, but it's uh, been just the contrary. He's so supportive of these young guys and is doing a great job here. And I think being such a leader that he is, as he said, we're born leaders, and I believe that about the three of us, keeping silent about something sometimes takes more strength than um, speaking about something. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about that. I mean, you know, one of my crust-busting rules of engagement is, like, no complaining. Exactly. And, you know, it's two, those are just simply two words, but they are two words that really challenge us to live our lives, you know, with integrity. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're talking about. And I think he has started a trend around no complaining. He really has. You know, and actually, it's an amazing story. But the other thing is, I, I briefly, I, I briefly touched uh, on some of his uh, contributions. We mentioned Special Olympics, mm-hmm. but you know, we also have the Eagles Youth Partnership, First Steps Program. We have the Variety Club, of course, Direct Care for Kids. Um, you know, he does things like an annual Christmas uh, event uh, and celebrity bowling tournament and an all-star fashion show. He contributes. He contributes for his touchdowns. I mean, what, what more can we say about this? How much energy does he have? It's extraordinary. <laughs> well, you know what he said? He, is, he has a big heart. Mm-hmm. And when you have a heart like that, don't you think that you're just a bottomless pit of energy? If you want to help other people to grow with you, I mean, that's the key, isn't it? 
Well, it is. It is. And, um, you know, I was telling someone that I, that I coach about this interview and, uh, and sort of inspirational. I, you know, it's a, it's, it's a gentleman that I work with who, uh, lost his wife several years ago and we were just talking about Deuce and we were talking about the no complaining. And, you know, he, he really, uh, the person I was talking with was, was really like inspired by this. You know, and almost to the point where, you know, the story that was being told, uh, the grieving process could be heard in a different way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the comment that was made to me, wonder what the grieving process, you know, will be like in terms of now Deuce moving on to a, what I believe to be a greater good. Not that it could get any better, but, you know, I mentioned in the show, um, if spirit puts you down at a place much better than you could have certainly put yourself down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we hold that for him, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. What do you think? Did he say anything that surprised you? I, well, I know that he, he was mentioning that he had a very rough childhood. Um, and I thought the, the thing that was very inspirational was the fact that people, adults, would tell children uh, when they're doing something wrong that they couldn't go anywhere in life, and children mm-hmm. really can't do much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's taken on the role of helping these children, giving them a voice, giving them a positive voice in their lives so they can go forward. Yeah, that's it. Well, Tacey, thank you for joining me today. Thank and you. I, and again, time goes by so quickly. Let our folks know that you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basile, you've just heard Deuce Staley, Philadelphia Eagles running back. What an inspirational story. Casey Trump, executive producer, Voice America, SurfNet Media, and an amazing individual herself. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, next week, join us, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, uh, 11 uh, uh, Eastern Time, and again at night. We have the angel lady with us next week. So tune in to hear about what your angels are saying to you. That's Sue Storm. She's a a best-selling author, and she's here to tell you what your angels are saying to you. Until next week, this is Dr. Pat Basile, and remember to, to break free of the crust, live free zone, know that your crust is not the truth of you, and live and breathe each and every moment full out. Take care, and until next week. Thank you for joining us today for Crust Busting with Dr. Pat Basile. Crust Busting with Dr. Pat can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time on voiceamerica.com. For a copy of today's program or to learn more about Crust Busting, visit www.crustbusting.com.